All right, here we go. Ready? Okay. You sure you're ready, Hassan? Uh, let me just text my mom real quick. <laughs> Are you recording? Yeah, I think we should be recording while he's texting his mother. Hey. Let me know when you're ready. And good. Welcome to Yippie Kaye Mother Podcast, a multi generational discussion of movies. Welcome to the party, pal! I'm Ralph Quartrucci. I'm Sean Paul Murphy. I'm Hassan. Hassan. Hassan? That's yes. a double Hassan. Or is it three Hassans? It's Hassan, Hassan. And? And Amal. And there's Al. And we have a guest for this podcast. Could you get up to the mic and give us your name, please? My name is Wayne. Excellent. Now, Hi, before Wayne. we start, I just want to dedicate this show to a friend of mine who passed away this week, a guy named Billy Flaherty, I grew up with in Stoughton, Massachusetts. And I'm dedicating it to him because many of the movies that I've seen from the 70s, we saw together with, with Billy and his family. So I want to dedicate this show, and that's my dedication. Well, my condolences on your loss, and how am I going to throw in a bunch of sex jokes about that? Give it your best shot. Okay. We can now start the podcast. The way the show works is each one of us, for the podcast, picks a movie that everybody else watches, and we all comment on it. We're calling our podcast a multi-generational movie podcast, which also means tons of spoilers. So we don't care if you've seen the movie or haven't seen the movie. We're going to talk about the movie, and if there's spoilers, I guess you're just going to have to not listen to the podcast if you're even listening at all. So Hassan got the chance to pick a movie for this podcast, and his movie, Hassan, tell us what your movie that you picked. Um, So I picked Birdman, but I'd like to say I wish you like specifically said only older movies. Well, how old are you? I mean, that is yeah, but I know older movies. That's well, it doesn't have to be older. The the idea was you pick a movie that means something to you. Well, that means something to you. It doesn't matter. I may pick a movie from the '90s now. I mean, we've kind of gotten off the fact that Sean and I were going to only pick 70s movies because you guys joined on, and it's not a bad idea to talk about other movies, too. So sure. it's okay. Next time you want to pick an older one, pick an older one. So, you know, something from the aughts or something. Yes, you know. so very old. So what Hassan is going to do is he's going to treat us like a jury, and he's going to uh, tell us why this movie was so great to him. And then we get to either agree or disagree and see what happens. Before Hassan starts, we're going to watch the trailer. How did we end up here? This place is horrible. Smells like balls. We had it all. You were a movie star, remember? Who was this guy who used to be Birdman? I like that poster. You wrote this adaptation? I did, yeah. And you're directing and starring in your adaptation. That's ambitious. Are you afraid people will say you're doing this play to battle the impression that you're a washed-up comic strip character? Absolutely not. That's why 20 years ago I said no to Birdman 4. Hold the mask off! You do have the mask Now you're about to destroy what's left of your career. We should have done that reality show they offered us. Shut up. You know I'm right. You're so nice. Hey, Let's go back one more time and show them what we're capable of. There you go, you motherfucker. God, I love this movie. Okay, hang on. Hold that thought. <laughs> okay. Uh, just like... Oh, first of all, a couple of... Couple of, uh, couple of uh, what, what, so it was 
It was released in 2014. Who directed it? What's his name? Alejandro Inaratu. And what else is he directed? Didn't he direct the Revenant? The Revenant. Revenant. Yeah, but the, not gravity. That's the other guy. <laughs> yeah. It's Alessandro. Oh, okay. That's why I get confused. So you love this movie. Yeah. Why? It's just for like a movie to like be making fun of how much people always want stuff to be real, and at the same time also try to be so real. It's just like I think that on a, is on a, like a deeper level. Well, also the conceit it's, of the movie is that it's supposedly all. In one take, yeah, right, yeah, and that's also so, the beautiful shot. You, you, so that that's another pro for this movie, is it looks like yeah. it's all one shot. Yeah, that, I mean, I it shot that's... well, right? Yeah, same guy, I think, shot the Revenant, so he knows what he's doing. Except he was that more comfortable here; he wasn't out in the cold. All yeah, the time. That, I guess they were cold. <laughs> um, I don't get what you mean by by real or not real. Well, the entire his thing in the movie is. He sold out, he did Birdman, and, like, when he sold out and did Batman, and then he just tried, he's, this, this, um, play that he's putting on is him trying to be, like, recognized as an artist again, and being Regaining more real, legitimacy. yeah, and the entire time you have Edward Norton always going, like, oh, everything's fake, 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 you just need to be real, and the real sexy, and the real drinking, and the real everything, and... It's just making fun of like how everybody's full. Everybody of crap. is like full right. of crap, and so how does it make? Uh, it and a then good he, sh- I'm, I'm trying to. I, I'm going to say I'm anti-Birdman because it's just from I don't. I just didn't get it. I mean, I got it. I got what exactly what you're saying. He's trying to get yeah. legitimacy. They're using, you know, but from a from a you know the the idea that it's one take, what drove me crazy. I guess I'm getting into it too quick. Do you have anything, Sean, you want to say? I want to continue oh, his defense What drove me crazy was this idea that it. it's one take. So that means every single scene in this movie had an arc and it had an arc. So it had a beginning, yeah. a middle, and an end. Everybody gets heated. They did the thing. Except for the scenes with Ed Norton and the, the daughter, Emma Stone. Ed Norton, to me, came off as the most believable character in the whole. I love Because him. that's his thing. I know. I thought it was great. He's Except real. he's full of crap too, and you know he gets upset because um, the character gets recognized and he doesn't get recognized, and he's in in New York City, and the Birdman guy is getting recognized. I just, I just, it just went on and on, and it was unrelenting as far as scenes. Like every scene had a some drama attached to it, and they go right to another scene that's more like drama. It's not, it's not a slow burn, you know. It's just, it's just every scene. That's what's it. so good about it is it just keeps on going and going. So it kept you interested. Yeah. All right. Sean? I want Al movie. to start next. Al. Well, <laughs> is that your name? Yes, my name is Al. Okay. Can we call you Al? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed the film. Uh, I enjoyed the the flowing of the film because if you compare it to like modern blockbusters like Transformers, where they're cutting every five seconds, this was a nice like long drifting kind of thing. Hey, I'll say it's better than Transformers. Well, it there is better than Transformers. <laughs> Can we quote you on that? We just did. <laughs> Is it going to go in the box? Well, I mean, it's it's better than the Transformers sequels. That first one kicked ass. Okay, sorry. So, so just from pace, you're saying pacing? It's just not, pacing. yeah. But doesn't that, to me, that that's what made it overwhelming too? It's like, I, okay, I, don't, I, I don't get find that it's overwhelming. Well, I'm just saying from that angle, from the editing angle, right? Yeah. You're saying Transformers cuts too quick, and most of the new ones cut too quick. 
I get this one didn't cut too quick, but like I, I said, for I, me, I think every... for me, it, that's what made it different. That's what made it good because, like, maybe that was different back in the day, but like most of the oh, movies, for now, yeah, sure. Most of the I, movies that I've seen, there hasn't really been anything like that, and, or and, that and, I can't think of anyway. And you were buying in from the beginning that that he because this whole thing about him making things flow to whatever he was doing, right? That was either and this is spoilers, but we said spoilers don't matter. Yeah. Is he actually doing that stuff, or is everything happening in his head? That's what that's I the know. symbolism. It doesn't matter. So you don't have to know. Well, you see, this is where whatever it is, is whatever it is. The more he does it, the more he goes towards the selling out. The, every time he uses it, he gets closer to Birdman, where he like has been selling out. So Birdman's in his head the whole time. Bird, Birdman's the one talking to him. Yeah, his character is talking to well, him. Well, isn't exactly. Birdman just like the negative voice in your head that tries to tear you down? Yeah, but mine isn't Birdman. What what is yours? Is it Ed Gein? Yeah, <laughs> it, it keeps telling me to kill and eat people. You know, so. no. But Birdman was a character he played, so yeah. it's, it's him. I mean, it's him. Yeah, it's, it's his voice. Batman. It's, it's as, the I know, successful. I, know I get that Michael Keaton. That's the meta of it's this movie, right? The yeah. meta You're watching of the, Michael. Oh, I Keaton. love that you threw meta in there. I don't even know what it means. It just sounded good. <laughs> now you used it accurately. It's but, the most you. meta-ness of all. I mean, meta. that's the whole point of this movie: is Michael Keaton is playing Michael Keaton, right? So yeah, I, and I, Edward I, Norton is playing Edward Norton. I couldn't wait to see this movie because yeah. of that. Because I, 89 is when Batman came up, so that's right in the prime. I don't know. When were you born? I forget. 92. All right. So, you, yeah, you don't even remember the original Batman. You probably do a little I bit. Still oh, yeah. I, I still saw it. We're pointing to the two millennials the and the, I forget, yeah. what are we, Oregon I didn't Trail. See, just because I didn't see it, you know, in theaters when it came out doesn't mean I didn't see it. Okay. So, you I saw it the, the on Michael the water Keaton. in front. I didn't, and Michael but, Keaton had the same ups and downs that this character had. Michael yeah. Keaton was very popular when Batman came out, and then he couldn't get hired for anything else. He did, but the movies weren't. Well, from, from the, apparently the thing is uh, he was getting $25 million for a Batman right. movie. And then he wanted $25 million for every other role. Exactly. People were like, came, yeah. They're paying $25 million for the costume. They're not paying it for, right. for him. But he had the same, you know, he, he, wasn't being, he wasn't getting good roles. As good. I mean, he was doing a lot of little character stuff. Hey, he, was in he, that, was, um, he was in Gung Ho. Was that before? before he was that? a that snowman was in Jack Frost. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. That so, was on the down that, that, look, Now, look at this. Why Sorry, did Michael you, why did you? Why did you do that? Why did you mention <laughs> that movie? Which I did see in the theater. <laughs> oh, my, you paid for that? Yeah. <laughs> no, I had a theater chain pass. Okay. So wow. here, here's my thing. Here's my take on this. I, I saw this film at, a, at an Academy screener of it. Yes, I just looked that Sorry, that's our that's our we uh, have our that's our Academy name dropping screener parties uh, at my house, and uh, I guess you're not supposed to have parties and show screeners, but uh, oh, that's what you're, you're showing the screener oops. you get. Yeah, okay. So, you we know, don't just know to a couple is. friends, and then we okay. vote on them. All right, you know. But um, so, so you I saw Bird. the film. You know, I, I did not see it in the theaters, but mm-hmm. I saw it, and, and I found it quite interesting in the sense that um, I thought. You know, well, for one thing, it was a it was a DVD, so it wasn't as good as the Blu-ray, but it was a very colorful film. It was shot extremely well. I loved the editing of it. I loved the shooting of it, and you know, but I just disliked it the further it went on. You know, because I had no idea whether it was a comedy or a drama. I don't know what it really what it really had to say. Why does that matter? Why do you have to define it? Because it's because if you take it as a drama, it's stupid. If you take it as a comedy, it has no value. It's a dark comedy. It's not that funny. It's not funny. Right. Yeah. Well, it is. That's sort of like Edward the first Norton. time. 
But the first time you're walking, he's walking along, and the guy, you know, hear the soundtrack, and you see the drummer. Yeah. God, and you see that. him in there. I mean, I love that. I thought that was great. But the second time when he's walking through and you see the drummer, it's a really dramatic scene, and it ruins the dramatic scene. It takes you out of it. That's what it I mean. It takes you out of it. So that's, that's what I mean, the tone of the film. Ruined it for me. And it, only, it all came down to the last shot of the film. It only takes you out of it if while you're watching it, un- unless while you're watching it, you're thinking, oh, I wonder if that drumming is real or not this time, too. Wayne, did you see this movie? This. I did see the movie. I don't really have a, an opinion of it. Oh. Um, I like the, the Batman the f- metaphor. It's about as deep as I go. Oh. Well, I'm glad you sat um, in with us. Yeah. That was good. That was insightful. Well, thank you. We'll bring you again. I think, I think we, could, we could just end this <laughs> podcast now. I want to borrow a horror movie from your library. You got it. Tonight. You got it. We'll tell, we'll you, you don't borrow it. Do you have my rental card that I give yeah. out? Get, take take a um, laser, laser disc, disc or a <laughs> yeah. RCA video You're disc. You're the only other person Select in this division. region with a laser disc. Maybe that would be great. All right, but so no. So. But here's the thing. You know, there's a re- there's always a reason you watch a movie. Mm-hmm. What was the reason for watching this movie? Me? Yeah. Well, anyone. oh anybody. I'll tell you. Mine was uh, the Michael Keaton angle. Yeah. And the fact that 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 he's playing him. You know, the Batman. Obviously, the Batman shtick. I, that's what got me in because I, I, I like Michael Keaton. I like watching his movies. I think he's, you know, some of the later ones he's done, he's been really good in the character roles he's been doing. So I wanted to see that. And for me, it was all uh, style over substance. The whole thing was the style of the movie. Ed Norton, to me, came out as the most honest in the film because I knew, you know, well, I assume you're playing, he's playing Ed Norton being Ed Norton, right? The yeah. New York guy who's the honest one. I liked him. He was great. Again, but he's over the top with all the stuff he's doing in that but movie. Th- this whole thing, it's a play within a play. They're all acting mm-hmm. theatrically while they're That's what drives me crazy. You just hit the nail. Thank you. You just reminded me. It's sort of like, it's what's the value of it? You just hit the nail on the head for me. I, I, I mean, that's it amazing. It was over it's, the top. Everything was over the top. It's a theatrical play. Yeah, but okay, it's a movie. Okay, but I'm okay, watching but a movie. Exactly. It's a movie of a theatrical play. It has to be over the top. Okay, it's well, trying to the convey central, the theatrical play. There's been a lot of the movies central thing with The central thing with um, the Norton character and to a lesser degree the Michael Keaton character. By the way, I want to say Norton is fantastic. Every scene he's in is worth watching. I agree. Especially his boner scene. The boner yeah. scene is Spoiler the best. Alert. Yeah, I mean. I give it two thumbs up for the boner. Or two, yeah, exactly. Two boners. <laughs> you know, two I, boner. By the way, I think there's padding there, too. There might be. You know, either that or lucky Mrs. Norton. You know, we're like, man. I'm sure Kevin Spacey would like to know. Oh, my That's God. That's another story. We went there. We went there. Don't go there. So, um, but, no, so he was great. But the central conceit of these characters is art versus commerce and right. with the movies but the thing is it doesn't it it is not that's really not the conflict at all even though they go they they muse endlessly about no. theater the legitimacy of the theater versus the movie no, ultimately the movie is his conflict only his conflict yeah but whether he's legit or not and it's what forces but, what yeah, happens but at still, the end you know regardless of what the character thinks the filmmakers have another attitude but the filmmakers obviously do not have this conflict because they they're constantly ridiculing the theater the supposed honesty of the theater, while they're also ridiculing the movie. I was going to say, yeah, the, the movie people. Yeah, the movie yeah, people. No, I, it's funny. It's exactly what I was – the bar scene in particular where they're ripping into that woman who's the yeah. the critic. The critic. Yeah. They're either taking the attitude that they hate movie people or they hate theater people. And you're right. They did both. Yeah, they hate the and movie And they did people. it all in within that scene. So there's the people no with... value. You know, so that that's like the central external argument of the film. And it's valueless because – it has nothing but contempt for both of them. 
Right. So what's the filmmaker's point of view regarding that? Contempt. Okay. But he's making a movie. Right. So who- So obviously if you he didn't he didn't choose to stage a play about this. He made a movie about it. Right. So who's he can who's he throwing his contempt at? Well, that's the confusing nature of this film. And but more important, the audience? his movie is a <laughs> yeah, reflection. <laughs> his movie is a reflection of real life. It's like it's a Who's reflection. Movies? No, this movie. Oh, no, no, but it's not a reflection of real it life. It is. A ref- it's a reflection of like how people view the movie industry, which is the movie people, which is what the critic did, and how people uh, view the theater people, and how they go towards theater to to get to more towards like the artistic sense. And more away from the um, movie sense. Yeah, but it, it's still the filmmakers aren't putting a. Um, Where's the reality in this movie? In the boner. <laughs> okay. Well, we may maybe or may, where are you saying I the wish reality? I saw the director's commentary just, to see whether that it's was. How, is it the daughter? It's I. I see it in like how the actors interact with each other. Like that's. I feel like that's how actors. Like that's like a behind the scenes look. Well, I, I think one of the, the important things about this is for the audience, you're getting to see like a version of the behind the scenes, and with celebrity being so huge, you get to see these people in like a more natural environment. Except they're all Except ginned it's, up. It's yeah. all ginned up. Even the one that the light falls in the dude's head at the beginning. I mean, yeah, there's been a lot of movies about behind. Isn't, uh, uh, what's the movie, uh, Singing in the Rain? Isn't that behind-the-scenes yeah, yeah. story? But that had movies? a point of view. Exactly. So there's yeah. been a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff. This was behind-the-scenes and a play at the same time. And you hit the nail on the head when you said it's all theatrical. And I guess this is falling right into my why I like the movies I like. And you said it today when you walked in. You go, oh, this is a uh, very natural movie. Ralph's going to love this movie, right? Like the yeah. one we're going to review down the road. Yeah. So, yeah, that drove me crazy, the theatricality in every single scene. That drove me nuts. And, so, and wait, it took me out. It took let me, me ask you this. Do you like going to see plays or going to the theater? Sure. When's the last time you've been to the theater? Mm. I don't know. I'm trying to think what I saw. I don't even know. I can't even tell you. Ask me that question. When's the last time you've been to the theater? Well, last time I was at a theater, I was seeing a stage, a play, staging of a musical that I'm co-writing with someone. Really not a name drop. It's his own name, but still, I got to throw that, throw that in. If you gave him five more seconds, he would drop the <laughs> he name. Might, yeah. He might have. So, okay, what's your point? No, my point is, for one thing, when I, you know, to me, my most experience until recently with theater was in was in college, where the theater people were all like the theater people in this play. They were all about the theater. Right. Okay. You know, so they were, all these, they were so. Snobby they're about, saying the more about. more theater people people are going to be like that, and the layman wouldn't get that unless they watched this movie and figured, hey, maybe this is actually what they're like. But it, but it's not. It's not real. It, and it's, I know. When, I'm, when, I'm, I know. I'm being ridiculous when I say it's not real was, because this the whole guy, thing with the whole movie was a fantasy. The whole movie, birds flying around, and he's twists things, and stuff's falling off, and he. Walking in New York City and there's bombs going off. This was all a fantasy going on in his head. What's well, wrong with that? Like you don't walk around the town like having these images in your head before, like thinking stuff like that. I used to sit in my church when I was a kid <laughs> after seeing the Poseidon adventure, hope, adventure, hoping the church would flip upside down and figure out what I would do. Now that could be a movie. <laughs> there you go. You what, never, me in no. church, <laughs> but here, yeah, <laughs> and watch. And um, you, you never thought what it would be like to be sitting on a subway car when. 
gang of dudes came in. And... You know, funny you mentioned that because I told you I put the I play the music in my head. Of course, I do that. Yeah, yeah. But I wouldn't pay for someone. That, to but that's that's even more than, than that. This. Even more than that, there's like a bunch of little things in it, like when the guy before the light falls on his head. It, Gives him his him rendition. Yeah, and he gives him a range. He's like, "Oh, I'm just trying to give you a range." So well, that's also like my way of saying I'm not. That's exactly what actors bad. do. Didn't Michael Keaton. Or what's his character's name in this? Reagan. Reagan. Reagan or Regan? Reagan. Is it Regan or Reagan? Regan. Regan. R I G G A A N. Didn't he say He's right like, before he walked out there, "I wish this guy, somebody would kill this guy" or something? Didn't yeah. he say something right before that when that light? Yeah, fell he made out? it happen. He made it happen. So the yeah, he I, made I, it happen. Well, he made everything happen. It doesn't matter whether it's in his head or not. It's like. Again, I I heard like something like that. The closer, the more he u- does that, the more of like his powers manifest throughout the movie. The closer he gets to like selling out and like the bird, Birdman himself, and like um, what was it? Uh, Birdman four. Yeah, and, and like going into like giving like the people what they want. So like when he went absolutely crazy and like running around the street in his underwear. That was either like a publicity stunt, as pe- some people would have seen it, or him going crazy and like. Well, he didn't he get stuck out there. Yeah. yeah, he didn't do that on purpose. That yeah. was an accident. Yeah, but it would yeah. still serve as a publicity stunt. It would have. Yeah, I mean, it did. Yeah, it did. Yeah, yeah. And it's like all these random things happening, and it's like. Well, what I was gonna, uh, so, I'm trying to think what I was getting at there because oh all all style and substance right so did i as i was watching the movie did i enjoy watching the movie i did i thought it was well shot i thought the i actually thought the one take idea was pretty good having him float all the things he did when i left i was like especially the way they ended it it's it's and because I know, of the ending that you're like well it's, it, it did take me up on like, like the meaning the of it I, now well yeah second I, gosh, viewing, he got hung up on the meaning of yeah, it yeah second meaning viewing, of the ending I think well, I no, was... that sums up the whole film. It shows up the ambiguity of the entire film. Right. Well, see, the thing is, it's not realistic. This is, um, what do they call it? Um, Unrealistic? It's, no, no. It's the, um, <laughs> There's a surrealism. Cool. No, it's um, magical realism, which is big in Latin America, of novels and movies, where you bring in mythological and or magical things into a realistic environment. Is that like Pan's Labyrinth, that kind of thing? Yeah, well, no, it's more... more of like every day. Who's that? There was that Gabriel, some, I forget what his name is, who's the writer. So, so magic, in re- magic yeah, so based in, like, in realistic settings? Yeah, in do? realistic mm. settings. Suddenly there's just like magical things happen or mythological beasts can show up. And that's sort of what happens here. Pan's Labyrinth was probably an example of that. And it was probably the same kind of group of people. Right. But, you know, see, you know, we're at the end of this movie. And and he jumped out of the window. Well, for first, it's sort of like, okay, let's look at it. Or um, did he? Or did he? No, but before, let's take a step back. You call me the structure guy. So yeah. as I was going through this, making taking notes, which I did not bring those specific notes because they were worthless, <laughs> is um, I was going to break down this act into a three-act structure. First off, as I said, I liked, I was watching this film, and I was first time I was kind of, te- you know, the technique carried me through it. Mm-hmm. And I've subsequently watched it four times, and every time I see it, again, I hate it because I hate it more because um, it just... It's it's ultimately I find it kind of insulting, but um, so I looked at I was trying to figure out where the first act break was and where the second act break was, because if you look at it as a comedy, it, they they the you know because the breaks are at an emotional a key emotional moment. There's emotional moments everywhere. No, That's but the I mean. thing is, which ones are the ones that define the, the shape and the, okay. the path of the narrative? Right. And um, so 
I thought that my impression was that the end of the first act is when he talks to his wife and his wife says, um, you know, it's like you mistake um, adoration for love. Right. You know, I th- I look at that, but, you know, so I went online and I wasn't satisfied. And the, and the second act, the end of the second act was the daughter giving him a lecture, you know, about, you know, okay. what, what this means. It doesn't mean anything. You, you know, mean which, nothing. Yeah. Uh, nobody means anything. Yeah. yeah I mean, the big know, scene in that little room. Oh, yeah. And like all joint. this theater. And this is the way I felt last time I was up at Broadway, too. We were watching Rent, you know, and Rent is like a Everyone revolutionary film. What's that? Everyone has AIDS. Yeah. Everyone has AIDS. We're all sticking it to the man. You know what I mean? And I'm sitting there thinking, yeah, a great revolutionary piece on theater where everyone's paying, you know, hundreds of dollars a ticket, you know. And, you know, to me, theater, particularly Broadway, is the least revolutionary. It's the most stilted. um, And I'm not saying this is necessarily a negative thing because certain things are well suited for it. I've certainly seen lots of plays I enjoyed. But it's sort of like when you try to be edgy, it just doesn't work for me. It's like... It could hardly be more. Pre- I thought Rent was tremendously pretentious, and I thought this film was tremendously pretentious. But you know, had had he do- had he jumped off, and and they looked out the window, and he is, was not flying. The film, the film would have had resonance to me if he really died. He really it died, would, it, by the way. No, he didn't. He okay. Here's my take on my second viewing watching this. Okay. He, he looks like Mickey Rourke at the end. Yeah. Well, with the right. nose. Yeah. Yeah, At, okay, here's 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 my take on the end, and actually, it made the movie better for me, in some ways. Okay. At the end, when he gets up on stage and he takes the gun out and shoots, we don't see what happens. Yeah. We only think he shot his nose off because that's what they show us. Yeah. Right? It was way more chunky than just a nose. Right. Well, my theory is this: he died on stage, and what you're seeing is either in heaven or purgatory, whatever it is. And he's getting all the rave reviews. His wife is sitting in the room. The daughter comes in, and she's saying, look, you're, you're trending on Twitter. Everything happy happening for him. Yeah. So that last chunk with her in the hospital room and her looking out the window, he's already dead and gone. That's just, like, it's just, that's just his like, dream of what would have happened. But, but he died on stage. But here's the thing. If that's his dream, why does he jump out the window yeah. at the end? He was flying. Flying where? Flying, he was it just flying. Really it doesn't matter. This whole movie was him about him wanting to fly again or something. He, he now, if off. they had established something like that to show that at the beginning, showed what? This, what would they have to show? Usually, if you're going to end with the character dead and having vision, you know, his life after his death. Usually, you start. Well, what did you think? Okay, forget. What I think is that forget. I said that it's he had magical shot. real. What I think it's just magical realism that he just flew away at the end. You know, well, that's which just is crazy, Sean. No, of course it is. It's not. It's the actual intent of the filmmaker because she goes to the window. Emma Stone looks up, sees him, and smiles. That is not crazy. That it's crazy, but that's the that is the intent of the filmmaker. Well, if you got to remember too, you remember when he show, shoots his head, and I only know this because I read it afterwards. He shoot, he, whatever he did on stage, whether he shot himself in the head or the nose, the shots they go to right after that yeah. is a shot of the jellyfish, which is the story he talks about how he tried to kill himself the first time, mm-hmm. and a couple other shots that were his life flashing away. Yeah. He dies. If, if you say that, and, and there's some scenes where there's some rocket stuff flying through the air, there's some scenes of, yeah. looks like a rocket Those shoot. are Birdman. Birdman. Yeah, and she, stuff. you know, that's what, she, if you're going with your theory, which is she's looking out the window and he's actually flying away, they have referenced that at the beginning of the movie with some of those shots of the yeah. rocket flying. Which is I think I think I'm I, taking I, I the I other like that, I, I like that ending. 
Which one? The one you said. With that but that's, that's his dead, interpretation. Yeah. It is not the actual document. The actual. You don't document. know the actual. No, mean, I mean, watched it. All we. What do you mean the actual you know document? What you the saw. Movie? You don't film. know what the yeah. actual. So film can't is. have metaphors. Film it can have be... metaphors, but the reality is that she looks up and she sees him. You could say he's dead, but he's still flying. He's not flying, Sean. Why isn't? He, what, what makes you think? Well, he's no, not yeah. Flying? If you if you go, it's not real. People don't fly around in real life. Well, he's talking he was, to the bird man. He's flying. He was flying. He was floating things. He I was don't floating where, things. Is, where does your realism begin or end? I'm, yeah, you can't, you, suddenly, you can't suddenly say at the end of the film that that's not real when he's when his mind is throwing items around the room. I he's, think he dropped a light on the guy. He um, See, to me, the whole he movie flies, is... He flies up to a I rooftop. I think it's pretty obvious that... It's all in his head. Like, I, well, I think I it's... Like, it's I then think why it's does... If it's all in his head, head, why is she looking up at the end? Why does that matter? She could that's be, the whole point of the film. The, yeah, see, that's, the, the film moves... That's, that's the cheat the of the movie, but that's the cheat of the movie. That's where the director is saying... The director is telling you what to think at that last moment. Exactly. She's he looking wants up. You to think. That's him going like, or is he? Right, Exactly. That's exactly what yeah. they're doing. Yeah, so that's what's but the intent. That's if you believe that he's not dead. I already believe he's dead now. So that you were the scene, first person I ever heard to say come that. Come on, I no, I looked that up too. Other people said this. Yeah, the same I thing. know on that Kennedy assassination one. website. Yeah, well, that know. all came through that. No, no, <laughs> I, 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 watching it the second time, I'm like, wait a minute, he killed himself on stage, and this thing is just a, what he would have wanted to happen. There is the thing after the he whole movie's himself, about though. what's in his head. The whole movie is his reality, how people are reacting around him. Yeah. He may be. They may be. What, like, what, what there may be scenes. They may, we may see behind the no, scenes no, no, of no. this movie. What, what where, if that was what he was imagining when he was about to pull the trigger? Then where is? Then where's any reality in the show? In the movie? Then the whole thing was. No, I, I got to disagree with you on that because of a matter of point of view. Because if if he was in every scene, then I would I would buy what you're saying. Yeah. But the problem is, there's all those scenes with. Um, you know Edward Norton. Yeah, there's. Emma what do you mean? What, oh, you mean if it was all about his head? What's going? It was on all in his head. Yeah, he would have to be seeing or and or imagining somehow. We'd have to see him imagining. All yeah, but these he is in every Emma scene stuff. if you think about it. No, he's not on those two rooftop scenes with. Um, but Emma. they're talking about his daughter and the, his her, his relationship with his daughter. The yeah, two women who have that scene, the two actresses who have yeah. the scene. One of them was supposedly pregnant by him. The other one was, you know. Yeah, that pregnancy was as real as the rest of the movie, though. Exactly. <laughs> no, exactly. I mean the filmmaker. So the guy, the ends on a shot of her looking up right. because he wants us to believe that he's flying. That he's flying. Right. He I mean that is not wonder, fake. That is, is he his flying? intention. Is he dead? And she's like looking up towards heaven. That's is, again, if you believe he that he's not dead like, already. Yeah, and that's if. But did oh, you believe that before say, I said it, or did you I think? Oh. I didn't even think about that until you said it. Because, but there was also a thing after he shot himself where he's wearing like he shot his nose off in the hospital. Yeah, and he's wearing the thing, and kind of looks like he's Birdman again. Right. Well, the Birdman's sitting in the closet, isn't he, or something? Like, he goes in the mirror. The Birdman, he has this one last look at the Birdman, and the, when he looks in the mirror yeah. at his nose, he turns around. The Birdman's behind him, and then that's so, when he jumps out the window. Yeah. Or flies. Is he say like? Well, here's so, like a question: here Why does he? Why does he even jump out the window? He flew out the window. If you're taking the approach that... No, no. I mean, why? As I have a no idea. See, this is what I mean. I have no idea. <laughs> why did he fly in the first part of the He movie? was dead. That's why. He was he, already he dead. Because fl- he, was, he was struggling with identity as a result of a lack of validation. Him, and that caused him to fly? 
No, no, I'm saying it doesn't make any sense for him to jump out of the window because he finally gets all the validation that he wanted. Correct. That's why I'm saying he's The movie not... sucks. And he can't tell if, like, <laughs> if the validation is true well, or not. I couldn't have said it better. Well, but he knows it's the true movie, you know, the because movie... he's got the reviews, he's got the things, everybody wants a piece of him. He knows but it's, it's from... He finally got exactly what the... He always said what the play wanted him to do, and the play did exactly what it was supposed to do to him. And yet he jumps out the window. Why? Because his daughter said that all success is failure. You know that right. none of it matters. You know, since when does he oh, even? I, didn't even, I forgot yeah, about that part. Yeah, but why does he Damn, even care? He doesn't care about his daughter at all. I mean, really, if you think about it, you well, know, that's why she was in drug rehab and all that. He was a terrible father. Yeah, he's a terrible father. I mean, and suddenly, a terrible husband and a suddenly he cares what she says about right. success. Right. You know. No, he was dead after the play i accept I more that. that he was dead but the, you know that's if they could have made it clear i think her looking up at the end there are two scenes that ruin this illusion this whole realism thing one is her looking up because that's not his point of view secondly it's when he comes to the theater for the last day for the performance you see him land on the ground and comes in then you see the cab driver running to get paid right you know so you know he didn't really fly right. there right so right. in other words it so took the reality and then it took it away. It took it. It what? added the magical realism. Yeah, he's right. That scene at the end, after he has his binge, that he goes and he ends up sleeping on the garbage, right? And he wakes up and he he flies to the theater. Is what you're saying? Yeah, he goes yeah, to the rooftop and, and a he cab flies. Cab driver there. The cab driver comes in looking for his money. Yeah, so and he did not. Fly. He took a cab. Yeah, because it's not because it's in his head. Right, that's what I've been saying. <laughs> then yes. he's not flying at the end. Right, he's not. He's dead. Then why is she looking up? That's the oh my! That's the part where the that, director that's, is that's like his, throwing his, his ambiguity. I'm you, that's his last thought when he's standing on stage, when he's about to pull the trigger. That's what he's he's imagining the outcome will be. Him jumping off of him jumping out of them, the window. Him getting all the accolades and the review that he wants, and you know him. So him, he's dead or alive like in that thinking, hospital room? Like he's thinking that that's gunshot. Not, that's not even real. It's not real, right? I'm, I'm I, saying, that he's Al's right. Like he's thinking that gunshot. That scene is that's right. He's dead on the stage. That's just an addendum. That's just like this is what he was thinking. Well, no, no, no. That's what I'm going. See, I can't buy that either because of everything that happened before. Because for him, you know, he didn't feel Birdman gave him any validation. He needed the theater to give him validation. It was fake. Yeah, Birdman was fake, not him. Bird, yeah. Birdman was just the negative voice in his head that tells him they shit all no, the time. No, Birdman was an actual character. Birdman yeah. wanted him to be. No, Birdman. But ultimately, yeah, I no. But but he's, no, but he's using Bird, Birdman as his weight. That's his weight. That's the thing that's weighing him down. Is that thing he yeah. did for the franchise yeah. is a thing that's not giving him his legitimacy as he goes on. But, yeah. but I think I still yeah, I get, think it's, I, it's his like you know everybody's negative voice they have it, it morphed into Birdman okay, or well, Batman after his career went okay. south. So, yeah, right. so here's the thing. He finally, even if he's imagines he's about to shoot himself, and he imagines this play gives him all the validation he needed, he still ends with him embracing Birdman rather than the theater, which makes no sense whatsoever. Because he went more towards the sellout part. No, but if if he's dying with the even, success, even when even when he went towards the small theater and the obscure play, the. Uh, what we talk about when we talk about love, play, and like. But he paid for all what that. What do we right? talk about? He, yeah. he, he paid for all his legitimacy, right? Yeah. That was yeah. he that was, was paying all for all that, and he was running out of money. Yeah. yeah. So, and the woman that the, the critic was going to trash him anyway, right? Yeah, but she gives him a great review in the hospital room. Yeah. yeah. After he's dead. <laughs> so, 
Uh, well, well, I no, want people. Here's but the thing. Yeah. I'll, I'll say one thing. Talking about the movie is way better than actually sitting and watching the movie because because I like the fact that you know we're all getting different interpretations out of this, yeah. right? It's sort of that's what movies yeah. are all about. That's good. Um, but again, it's one of these movies that was like I said. I'm watching it. Okay, great. And when I walk out, I just don't care. It didn't. That feels the way I feel about all of them. Um, Interatu's films. <laughs> well, the Revenant. Did you see the Revenant? Yes, uh, I enjoyed the bear raping. Um, well, that was an interesting scene. scene. What was it? Has he? What's other movies that he's? Well, in here's it? my problem with Revenant, and you may feel the same way. Oh boy, and you might as well. <laughs> I haven't any seen of the you Revenant. for any? Okay. Well, if you've worked on as many stupid uh, survival shows as you have, as you have. Oh, too. you mean editing wise? Editing wise, in our careers, you would know that there was even just a scene where he's in that river. He would have not survived that. Nobody would. Yeah, nobody would. You know, just survive. You know, he could not survive. Listen, guys get paper cuts and die of infections. Right. Yeah. There is no way he could have, you know, he could have survived that cold water. There's like. So you're saying all his movies are mythical. It's a fake. But I'll tell you what, the one that pissed me off of his, in Aradu's films that really pissed me off, was Babel. Did you see that one? I did not. That's the. That's a long time ago. That's with Brad Pitt. It was nominated for like Best Foreign Language Film or something. Brad Pitt. Yeah, Brad Pitt in it. Kate Blanchett? Yeah. Yeah. So this 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 movie when did that was, come out? Uh, like nine, like two thousand and six. That film actually got me to stop watching independent films. Really, two what? films that that's year. what took that. Took. What you can't you can't you can't summarize one independent film to the whole genre of independent films. Well, I said there was that in another film. The other film was Little Miss Sunshine. Okay, that is a fucking amazing movie, and I need you to take that back. No, no, right it, now. it's an amazing movie. <laughs> If you haven't seen that plot play out 57 times during the 80s and 90s. So what? <laughs> Plots don't have to be original you gotta remember, anymore. Hassan's movie it's started a bunch. In, yeah. He, he, there's no memory before 19. Yo, what, you know, 80s. that's sort of like American Pie. Every, oh, oh that's God. cool. That's original. But it's like, nah. No. We saw Porky's. Sunshine you know is I, nothing like American Pie. No, what I'm no, just saying is point. for you. Oh, the whole American Pie franchise like Porky's we've like, seen it all Nerds we've Revenge, seen it all yeah. well every yeah. movie is so there. what well it's a, so, well, so it, that should, it that should cr- be a positive review for this movie we're talking about now Birdman because there is no movie like this movie nothing well well but well, let me get let me get back but here's what I didn't like about Miss Sons and all these wait, independent what, films of the that? 80s and 90s are a bunch of like quirky characters who like come together and they build a family you know like a family unit yeah, yeah that's a great story it's a great Those story. The first would have been in jail. Times, they would have been in jail for yeah. Now Babel. Now Bab. So that's one cliche of independent films up through that period. And the other one is, you know, Hollywood films always have a happy ending. Independent films have the bad ending. And it's like Babel. I'm sitting there watching it. It's a lots of different stories. If you saw it, you you will remember Al. You know, it's a bunch of different stories cut together, and they all, you know. Each one ends worse and more horrible and more tragic than the other one. And I'm just sitting there watching. Worse than Crash? Or same? Same uh, idea. Just as bad as Crash. That is the one film that definitely did not. Are, are we talking I about would the give Cronenberg Crash. film or the other one? No, yeah. not the Clark. Crash? <laughs> I know what that one is. <laughs> oh, that, the Cronenberg Crash was better. <laughs> Holly Hunter's in that one. Now, this was an Academy Spade Award yeah. best Oscar for Best <laughs> Picture. I, you know, as much as I'm, as much as I have a problem with this, this deserves it more than Crash did. Did that win? Yeah. Well, that's yeah. what it says. Birdman won for Best Picture. Hell yeah. Yeah. So, but <laughs> Babel, it just pissed me off because I'm like, it's what was it up independent? Against? F- it was against uh, what I think year? Theory 2014? of Everything. 
No, uh, it wasn't against the Arizona. It was a weak it was against, year. Uh, okay. It was a close one because it was against. Uh, I bet someone oh, will look it up. Internet. Oh, Richard yeah. uh, Linklater's Boy, uh, Boyhood. 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 Yeah. yeah. I like Boyhood, but not that much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was, I mean. There was no dazed and confused. <laughs> well, or slacker. Nothing is. But um, so to me, it just I just got sick of it. You got to remember, Hassan, I was watching independent films since 1985. So that's I'm looking at watching independent films. But why for would that? I, well, I, I guess. Well, yeah, Babel, no, it's because films, uh, it was just to me having this tragic ending in every independent films, especially this one. It was like it was just another cliche. It was like independent films are supposed to. What makes a film be, independent anymore? Well, it's hard to say. Is it budget budget or is it what? What is it? It's it's not budget budget because they're all they're all financed by guys. Hey, this not only won best picture, it won best director, best original screenplay, and best cinematography. Well, it deserved best cinematography too. Look at editor. Why there's no editing? Well, that was showed. It showed remarkable judgment. (laughs) Was it at least nominated for editing? Probably. The cinematography in this movie and all the colors. Uh, it said fantastic. Michael Keaton was nominated for best actor. Right, he Ed oh, Norton he and Emma Stone were nominated in the best supporting actor categories, and it also received nominations for sound editing and sound mixing. Okay, well, yeah, that makes. I mean, well, they did have a listen, voice Technically, over it was great. Yeah, that's also technically that's it also was like one of my main points. Like, it's not my favorite movie, but like technically. It had all the like makings of a great movie. I know, like, but you know what? Like you said, the drummer, the drummer you see in Times Square, right? We see that first yeah. time. The no, jazz the second, drummer. First time, it's in the hallway. Also, I just no. Like that's the second time. I like to say yeah. that Whiplash should have won best picture. Whip, that that it was up against was Whiplash. Whiplash, Whiplash yes, movie. Whiplash got ripped off. And another film was that it was dragging based? or was it ahead? <laughs> Did our friend leave? Yeah, he said we're too deep. Okay, but you know he he was talking about like Whiplash was based on the short too. Oh really? Yeah. So. They made I a wanted short to see Whiplash. Well, that was based on the director's... You didn't see Whiplash? No, it looked really good, though. That it's was really the good. film that made me believe in independent oh, films. Oh, okay, again. they got you back. They got you they back. They got me Fox back. Catcher? I think Foxcatcher was easy. I did not, too. but I, that's the Stephen Carell playing the wrestler. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah they, they, they should have just... They should have called it House of Cards 2, and, and instead, instead of Stephen Carell could have played um, Kevin Let's Spacey. not do another Kevin Spacey joke. Steve well, you know, Halloween like, was just this, here, you know, or as Kevin Spacey calls it, home delivery. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. Oh, Jesus. What website did you pull that one off of, Sean? Yeah, well, you know, I was just hearing all these Kevin Spacey jokes. Oh, they're all... You know, Halloween's the only day that 14-year-olds will knock on Kevin Spacey's door. (laughs) So sad. I mean, that's... I'm very God sad God bless for the, the women for standing up. And, and the, anybody and the that's guys. been abused. And the guys. Anybody getting abused. You know what? It's about time. Screw them. It's you about time. You know what I mean? Exactly. Those, those guys. Yeah, no, no. Those it's, Harvey Weinsteins no, it, and all. They deserve everything they're getting. And now, the, you know, some of the movies we're going to talk about have people yeah. that are being and abused. And don't worry. And we'll, we'll, hit the, hey, we'll hit on them. My, my film, Everybody's on the Up. No, that's good. Well, we're about to. We'll find out. Well, yeah, but um, so but in, you know, but I just thought that Babel was just so cliched. I, I haven't seen it. I haven't I really seen it. But well, I have you know heard, what? I'm gonna give heard, you some advice. Skip it. Yeah, when I, I hear like, reviews of Birdman and and Revenant, and they bring up Babel, they go, "This is the same guy that did Babel." They it, like they didn't like Babel. I probably did yeah. not see this in the theater because it was from the same. Weird. Guy they did bring Babel. up another movie they didn't like just to like, compare it to another one of his movies. They didn't well, what like? do you do? I mean, what do you do? That's how you compare directing. Have you yeah, seen I mean, so, how many but you Michael haven't Bay seen the films do you watch before you give up? Revenant. So you've seen one of his movies, and you're, you're I'm not sold on the director. Did you see I'm sold 21 on the movie. Grams? 
No. That's the one I did want to see. 21 grams? Yeah, 21 grams. I love 21 grams. That is, I, re- I read that depressing. and I'm like, I would really like to see this, but I hated all the guy's other films that I saw. So, But that one sounds interesting. I, I would is that like the to one see that with, one. Uh, Sean Penn right. and... Uh, so Soul weighs 21 oh, grams has, or something? Uh, what's your name in it? That's 21 in grams movie. of what? Uh, I'm Stone? No, no. The no, blonde. blonde. Yeah. What, what is, is her, her name? name? Um, I know her name. She was in... Um, Probably on the back of the case there, Sean. Yeah, check the back. Oh, I'd rather point. look at other research. Um, <laughs> Lin- uh, not Lindsay Lohan. Um. There's Lindsay Lohan isn't on there at all. What are you talking about? I know, I know. No, That's he's, what I was saying. It's going to come right to me right as you get it. I'm going to know. Give it to me. <laughs> oh, Lord. I brought the Blu-ray. New register. They don't have anybody on here. Yeah. No, it's on the front. It's on the front. Uh, Naomi Watts. Yeah, Naomi Watts. Yeah. Uh, she, come on. Sorry guys. for we'll, that'll be a lot quicker in the podcast. Yeah. This is why. <laughs> this is why Naomi won't sleep with any of us. That answer is going right. to come up. That answer is going to come up within seconds. And Zach, how do you pronounce that last name? Galifianakis. 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 Okay. You know, is that Galifianakis? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you guys I are think old buddies. From Al, like... got, Al got it first. He was good in this movie. I liked him. No, he was good. And was Ed like... Norton, fantastic. Ed Norton was the, fantastic. And, oh, okay. Let me just call out one scene that I thought was fantastic. Well, okay? we should always do that in film, a good scene and a bad scene. Okay. Here's my good scene because all the other ones were bad. This is the one. Where they were Ed Norton and him getting a fight in the little <laughs> kitchenette. Yeah. Yeah. And... And Michael Keaton does that thing about how his father abused him in the shed. Yeah. Fan- and, and, and both their reactions were yeah. just fantastic. Yeah. And you go, oh, that, my, that guy can act. And you realize it's all bullshit. He, he did yeah. the whole thing for Ed Norton. Yeah. It was great scene between the two of them. And Ed Norton's boner was pretty good, too. Well, I really like my <laughs> when, favorite scene. When they were fighting and he's just, like, doing stupid shit. And Ed Norton's whole style with, like, the distracting and like punching and it's like his old timey fight thing also killed me that was ed norton the way he's yeah he was good he was good what's your scene well mine is the one where we first meet ed norton on the stage where they go through the script together and at first like he knows the lines right i tell him no no i I read the script right right right. it's like how could you do that how did you know that do you think ed norton do you think ed norton was actually playing ed norton yes you think he's really like that yes that is 100 percent you think based on what? Based, you just think that's what that he would Norton. do. That he would be that meta and do that to himself. That's I him. don't that's know. That's all him. I know that. How do you know that? I just know that. I, just, I feel like I know this guy. Oh, like, you name I dropping to this guy. So <laughs> me and Ed went back t- to they, they were nom together. together. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now I, I Ed Norton's. You know what? It may just be the fact that he's an incredible actor. And he just makes. Well, you have heard stories of him taking over movies. I mean, there's he's yeah. definitely got some. So, so I'm sure they X, played on it. You know. Both, actually, you know, and <coughs> I actually hated him before this movie. Really? Because I thought because of all the stories I heard, but seeing it all in like in the movie and him still doing it. So you hear those stories, and it like affects how you. I mean, I guess that's what this whole sexual yeah. predation thing is going to do, right? Yeah. As I start watching movies, you go, "Oh my goodness." Yeah, I mean it's Woody Allen. You kind of had that problem as you start looking yeah. back on movies you love. You go, oh, wait, it happened to Woody Allen. All right, all right. Oh, wait, wait, uh, are you? Oh, wait, no, no, no. Are you? Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> oh, and wh- and who could I be? Got, I got him mixed up with the other one. And what Woody could be Harrison? worse timing? Wait, 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 no, <laughs> yeah. no, no, no. Yeah, Woody Allen, <laughs> Harrison. Halley. No, no. That's oh not God, true. not Woody Harrelson. <laughs> No, I mean, look at Woody, Woody Allen's next film has Jude Law playing a 50-year-old guy in love with a 15-year-old Look at Louis C.K. Yeah. Okay, now there's all these – I love Louis C.K., but there's all these 
stories about Louis C.K. doing some of the stuff that that and that that has Harvey Weinstein has been accused of, and he has a movie coming out. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to support daughter. any of these movies. I'm not going to support you... the Justice. Well, for one thing, you know, I'm not going to support Ben Affleck. But How can you know, you not, I mean, uh... sounds like you need to start watching more indie films. Yeah, yeah you might have to get that. Well, That's where he wait grows. a minute. Didn't yeah, exactly? Didn't Weinstein's whole thing was indie uh, film? Yeah. Uh, anything else you want to? Well, we got to wrap well, this one no, up. No, no, no. Well, oh, well, oh, scenes. I'm sorry. Our yeah, favorite scenes. scenes and our least favorite. So mine is the scene where they meet. The least favorites. The last scene. You know, Al, do you have any before we go back to our host? Uh, my favorite scene is the flying through the city scene, primarily because I dream like that sometimes. So it was kind of realistic in like a dreamy. Episode. Well, it was a dream, probably. Yeah. But yeah, okay. It was that was that was well done. And the whole movie's well done. There's no yeah, question. It about is that. excellent. Yeah. It, it the technical side is so good that it covers it glosses over all. Well, I know, think, like I said, you walk out, you walk out. It's mess. like eating junk food. Feels great at the moment, and then when you're done, you go, "Oh, what did I just do?" Right? To me, it's more like you're eating junk food, and then you throw up, and you eat it again. That's what this movie is. Yeah, that's what this movie is. I, I also it's like the uh, visceral. Yeah, I just want to say I like the uh, the long take in Times Square when he's locked out and walking in there in his underwear, and he he seems to use that as like energy in order to impact his performance and like the play once he comes back in. And then that's doesn't he shoot himself right after that? Isn't that the scene where he goes on stage and no, no, that's, no it was the next one. Uh, yeah, that's I, that was like preview night or something like that. And then the, ne- the opening night he shoots himself in that. Yeah. And um, can I can I name drop one thing? Well, yeah, let's go. go with, what's um, I sent uh, Michael Keaton's producer a script once. And what's um, his name? Uh, I'm sorry. Don't you mean Michael name. Douglas? No, Michael Keaton. And the guy had this. And usually I send an email. But this guy called me back. I hate talking to people in Hollywood. I'd rather just deal with them by email because you're only going to be evaluated by your writing anyway. So um, Your email writing? or my e- Well, yeah, first your email writing, then your script writing. And then, and then this guy was, gave me that we, we talked for 20 minutes about how bad scripts are, you know. And then he says, I'm very much looking forward to reading your script. Then I never heard back from him. So I guess he thought I was just another one of those bad screenwriters well, I mean, that he gave me a twenty-minute lecture about. So. When did this happen? Is recently or no? Nah, this was about oh. around two thousand ten. Wow! If I'd had a Birdman in it, maybe I would have done better. I got but, a letter uh, from Jack. Frost I got a letter sequel. from the Jack Frost. Uh, <laughs> Jack Frost three. Yeah, I got a letter from the woman who uh, was inside ET when when she walked up the. Uh, <laughs> When she, you know, E.T. walks up the, into the yeah. spaceship, the uh-huh. woman was this little person. Uh-huh. I worked with her on a... Um, is the little person politically correct? I think it's it? totally yeah. fine. Okay. Uh, and uh, she ended up sending me a letter telling me how much she appreciated all the work on the spot that I Do did. Do you have it her. here? I have it somewhere. Okay. I, just I sure. built a tricycle for her to ride around the studio. Oh, that's my Hollywood claim to fame. I mean, yeah. you know, you just dropped Michael Douglas or Michael. Michael was producer. Producer. So. But to me, the hilarity of my story is the fact that he was talking how horrible screenwriters were. And then when he read my script, he felt I must have felt the same way about me because I never heard back oh, there from There you go. That is funny. <laughs> now I get it. Uh-huh. Anything you'd like In to other close words, loser. with your movie? I, I think you should talk on the mic there, Hassan. <laughs> I loved every scene. Um, just because it was so beautifully done, mainly, and the whole one-shot thing. That was, like, the first time I saw it. And you gotta, like, remember, when I saw this, I was just starting my film school classes, and I was just learning how much I hated, like, big cinema and all the fast cuts, and I hated all the, like, 
babble. Well, yeah, blah, blah. And then here comes this movie making fun of all that at the same time also being one of them. And uh, that did, it's like, you it's know, like it's funny Fox you brought that up. Movie, though, the so idea it that it's a, an indie. it's a movie. It's a movie making comments on theater people and film people in the same movie. Yeah. And yeah. both negative comments. Yeah. They're they, both hate, they didn't like anybody. Yeah. Based on the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, have you seen Rope? Hassan, I, I'm pointing at Hassan. Nobody I, can see that, but I'm actually pointing at Hassan. Are have you pointing you seen, at Hassan? Hassan, have you yeah. seen Rope? I have not seen Okay, that. which is another one which take. I, yeah. another a true one, one take. It's a true one take, supposedly. Yeah. It's not, nothing can be done in one take, but mm. that's one shot, basically. Yeah. Uh, that was a little more standard than this one. This one, like you said, was fantasy-based. You know, yeah. fantasy you know, they would go from, I'm not going to get into it again, but the, from one scene to another, and every scene had to have a beginning, middle, and an end, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm glad I watched it again for this podcast so that I could figure out that he killed himself at the end. That I'm I felt good about that one. That. And, and Sean, you can dispute that. Um, but I, I still. But you convinced Al. Al that he's dead. No, I think he had the same. I think I convinced Hassan. Yeah. Al, so. what do you think? Was he dead? I, I'm pretty sure he was dead. I, I still go with the fact that that last scene was what he was imagining. That's the I, outcome that's what would I think be. So too. So there you go. Point? Why do we change point of view, though? Sorry. I don't know. I don't know if we really dived into this as well as we could, but I think we did a pretty good job. Hassan, do you feel like you I uh, made sold the movie to the jury? Guilty or not guilty? What? I made my case. You did make your case very well. I might well, let's hear. Hopefully, we'll hear from our listeners, if someone ever listens <laughs> listeners. to Listeners. Hopefully, yeah. wherever it's posted, there'll be user comments underneath. Oh, and I can't wait to No, I don't want to see those. <laughs> I would love to see those. <laughs> it's such a millennial. Yeah. I don't want to see them. I uh, don't. All right. So, Or as Michael Keaton would say in this movie, like, what's Twitter? Oh, you my know? favorite line. Okay. I, okay. Can I do a favorite <laughs> line? The line about the little hammer banging on your nuts. What's he say about that? This play... Kind of starting to feel like a miniature, deformed version of myself that just keeps following me around and like hitting me in the balls with a like a tiny little hammer. I'm sorry. What was the question? Yeah, like a little ball peen hammer banging. Banging again. again. <laughs> yeah. Or in the trailer at the beginning, this place smells like, like balls. balls. Yeah. But I, I did like the, the, the visual of the little tiny hammer banging on the ball. You're nuts. So, anyway, we will um, see you next time. Thanks. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.